This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Um, well, thanks for being here. You're welcome. What do you, what do you check when you, like, I'm always curious. You did one last little phone check there. What was that? I, uh, look at numbers and, and, and have a, I sum them. And then, uh, so a lot of times. You add them. Yes. And a lot of times I look and I look at it and it's eight. So when I turn it off, it's eight, but I don't even know what time it is. It's 4.04. So a lot of times I look at it twice because I forget to check the time. Right. Do you have somewhere to be? Here, yeah, I have no place. You know, you, you just there's a there's a phone. If there's a clock, you look at the time. Yeah, why is that? Why are we so obsessed with knowing what time it is? I think it's it's well. First of all, I mean, how much how much time you got to get into <laughs> not, not, not making not making a no, uh, I watch you know, right joke on, on yeah, but uh, oh, <laughs> I don't remember. Is this a Jewish podcast? <laughs> yeah, it is time now. is something that. That first of all, I mean, come on, it's yeah. the best, yeah, or the worst, but <laughs> it's constantly changing. It's hey, uh, what color is, is yes? Well, how how do you figure? Because it's now nine. I mean, four oh five. Not okay. Now, why do you add that to? You see time like that, huh? I don't see time like that. I see numbers like that. I sum license plates too. It's just like um, it's a compulsion in a way, but it's also a little bit of a game, like where everything fits together. You're very cerebral like that. I mean, with your acronyms, WYAs, yeah. Why? <laughs> when did you? We you've only been on here once, by the way. So I'm pumped that you're back. OBTW. Yeah. Uh, and we got into that. Our listeners might not even remember that that you have this. I won't even say compulsion as much as skill set because I think it's phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah. So much. T y s m. Yeah. Um, to be able to see something like that and then just acronym it. T b a s s t l. I did it wrong. I yeah. don't remember what you said. And I didn't. I was, my next question was, have you ever been stumped? And H y e b s. I have. Yeah. I h. Have you done it to a girl early on in a relationship, and she that's been a deal breaker? H y d t a g e o i a r a t. Yeah, that, a deal breaker. That just answered my question. I feel yeah, like there's if been your a, there's dick been a is couple. Out, if you're Louis and you do that, you know what I'm saying? When, when you're Louis and you do that. Wow, yeah. W-Y-L-A-Y-T-D. Here's what I want to bring up. And I was asked this question on a, uh, an Arizona radio station. I mean, and we why all, are you plugging that? We've all thought about it. We've all thought about it. What celebrity, and obviously jokingly, but sure. like what, what celeb, they asked me, they go, who would you allow, who would you stay in the room for if you were in that position? You're and I go. If it, if it was uh, like somebody. Yeah, a big, a, someone more famous than you. Okay. 
And I don't even consider uh, myself to be famous because I feel like famous is... As famous does. And you got your own podcast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think of it as uh, uh, internationally known. That's and very I guess, famous. And look, we got pod fans. I've got fans overseas. That doesn't make me famous, does it? It's all relevant, people have Facebook man. friends overseas. Does that make them Facebook I think famous? Famous is the same as as. as By the way, great... Facebook famous is a show waiting to happen, starring you know Doug from Detroit. It's a guy who just posts a lot of controversial shit, you know, and gets a couple things that go viral. Look, it's a it's a bad idea for a show. I want to tell you what I was telling you. Yeah, hilarious interruption, by the way. <laughs> Doug spinoff. Um, I think fame is relative in the same in the same on the same type of scale as how good looking somebody is. Like it's all uh, it's 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 set it's set to default at what you are. Okay. Here's here's what I mean by that. We're all eights. Everybody's an eight. An ugly guy's an eight. A hot guy's an eight. It's whatever you are. So if somebody is better looking than me, that's when they're a nine or a ten. My nine is different than Joe Blow's nine. Is different than Detroit Doug's nine. How do you get straight to eight? Because how we, do you bypass four, five, six, seven? Because we we all I mean there 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 are exceptions. There are people that are just clearly objectively you're just a gorgeous person, and there's just fucking trolls. But the average person, you know, you go you're attracted to a certain girl or guy or guy. Yeah, that is within your range. Subconsciously, this person's good looking because they're at least around what I am. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you have somebody that you would judge. And I know how superficial this sounds, but I mean, we all we all look at people, and some people are better looking than others. Dude, it's a part of human nature, man. If Even you, babies do it. They're like, "I'd fuck that baby," you know? Uh huh. Okay. Well, bad example. I'm not saying you know. I'm saying I don't know. So please give oh, me. No, I just watch babies. Look at other babies. They size them up. And you think it's to it's to have sex with them? I'm not saying you just said babies look at other babies and said I'd fuck that. Dude, I was doing a a, a Pixar version of a baby. That's not a Pixar. A, all right. Well, did you see the deleted scenes from Toy Story? No. Well, there you go. Hold on. Well, yeah, I look well, it up later when you're I'll, on the podcast. No, no, I, 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 I could keep talking while I'm looking it up. By the way, you think Pixar, what would have to happen for Disney or Pixar to come out with an R-rated film? You know what I'm saying? Toy Story, the toys falling down the garbage chute, almost all dying together. I feel like that's about as far as it's going to go. I think it depends but on there how will never, Deadpool goes. There will never be a movie that's like animated where it's like... The, the, uh, Seth Rogen's hot dog thing, that was a whole bunch of cocks. Oh, yeah. But well, I'm saying I'm Disney, the, dude. Here is the Toy Story. Or is that story. so off-brand, you know? Toy Story bloopers. It's taking a second. To, Toy oh, Story not, bloopers? Yeah, I have bloopers. I got to look at the lead scene. It's just Tim Allen going, oh, 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 oh. Well, my phone, I try to pull up some pornography to get some funny audio sounds of people getting rammed, and then they'd be like, oh, <laughs> my God, you're right. But something t- happened to my phone. <laughs> you don't have those just ready to go? I don't, I don't have porn on my phone. A, a one-act by Rick Glassman. I was 17 years old when I bought my first DVD player. I actually bought it for two reasons. One, clearly, to buy The Matrix. And two, for action sports sex. It was the only DVD I knew I could get that would come in a brown box. I didn't want my parents to see what it was. I masturbated so many times, and eventually I unwrapped action sports sex and realized I could be jerking off to this. You see, The Matrix was so good to me that the word Trinity made me come for about three years. I don't I'm have Glassman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? I don't have porn on my phone. We'll be perf- we'll be playing <laughs> for three nights only at the Hudson Theater on Santa Monica Boulevard. 
Boo! <laughs> is, that, is that the TV commercial? I couldn't tell what I was doing. If it no, was... That was just, I was just picturing somebody in the room listening to our podcast and oh, just yeah. be like, be something better! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, okay. The celebrity that you would allow to jerk off in front of Oh, you didn't of. tell me who's your, who yours was. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Oh, same. Because, obviously, dude, A... Uh, and B, he, he's May gonna, I? he's gonna yeah. Have you considered C? No, because B is all you need. He's gonna narrate everything he does. And guess what? It's on paper, sounds awful. I would argue on Live, paper it sounds awesome. Yeah, okay. But I'm. Well, you're a Morgan Freeman fan. MFF. Anything, anything he does. I mean, he's gonna tell you all sort. You know, we're thinking about doing a Bruce Almighty too, and I was hoping that there might be a scene in there for you to play. You know, Evan's friend or... Zip. Yep. There are 17 different species of penguins. Is that him smacking it against your cheek? No, that was that was me. One of the penguins. No, that was uh, while he was talking. I was trying to do the... Boy, that noise is just like... It sucks that like... Well, it doesn't suck because that just means that there's a lot of people doing that move that understand that... Cause that we're clapping, and you just patted your stomach. Like there will that sound will never ever be heard, and someone will go, "Oh, the sound of a padded stomach." <laughs> it's always like, "Oh, someone's fucking uh -huh. somebody doggy style." Yeah, right. Yeah, or masturbating. I would never hear that and think masturbating. Um, I don't. Yeah, it sounds like masturbating to me. Uh, you were shooting a TV show today. Yes. Can we talk about it? I would love to, dude. So cool. Nobody's. Great show, TV Land. It's gonna. It's moving. It's about to move to uh, Paramount Network, which was Spike TV is changing into Paramount Network. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah, Spike TV is geared to guys too yeah. much, and it's because guys love spikes. They, we love. We put them on our dogs. Look, we put them on our phones. We put them on our belts. We put them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're on we on. We fight with them. We fight with. We fight with spikes. Tenting, you know, stakes. When when you go out and to, to put tenting? a nice steak, is that what when, it's called? when you build a nice steak and you make a tent to, to eat your steak in, I meant like what you, the spikes that you put put a tent in the ground. It, yeah, you hold it down by with stakes. Yeah, if you uh, there's if, also stakes in the tent. You know, it's like if I know if guys, this doesn't get set up well, are, where are we going to sleep? You know, yeah, we need spikes. Yeah, um, something that 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 men do a lot is uh, we make mistakes. <laughs> guys are the worst, dude. I fucking hate guys. Do you really? I don't. But in this I, wave of, uh, of anti-dude? No, no. The thing is, it's so anti-dude right now to where I just don't want to get caught in it. Not in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the appropriate scandals. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, it's just in the judgment of like, guys are the worst. I want to, It's a generalization. I, it's so There's much a, so. A lot of us, I think, are getting grouped into the, the creepers. Absolutely. There's an 89%, and I say this on stage, that I think genuinely want to make the right impression, want to put the best foot forward. And then there's an 11% that's fucking it up that says says creepy, pervy shit right out of the gate that tries to score immediately, throwing Hail Marys on first down. It's like, dude, run a couple plays. You don't need to ask a girl to take a bubble bath and smoke weed with you five minutes into meeting. Listen, her. I don't want getting back to steaks. I don't want to get. I don't. I don't want mine to be well done. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to spend way too long cooking it. But put it on the put it on the flat top for a little bit. Take your time. Do you put sauce on your steak? If I have fries, I will have barbecue sauce. If I have barbecue sauce, I'm going to do dips. You love getting Postmates food late night. I mean, what, what am I going to do? Leave? It really has changed the game, right? I don't leave for... Dude, unless I have to go to the store to get some. I Postmated a Slurpee at 3 in the morning. I saw your Insta. Yeah, the dude fucking... He took off with it. But, you know, that's on me. 
You're going to order a Slurpee that past isn't. midnight and I, think it's going to get That's very kind of you. That's not on you. It's on him. I don't know if it's the same type Who's of Who's up at three post-mating Slurpees? Guys it, that want to make money. cash. Yeah. But that's another example. He's, he's one of the 11%. I'll tell you who didn't drink your Slurpee. Sarah. Also Adam. <laughs> His name was Adam? No, me. Oh, I didn't funny. get it. Sarah. Yeah, Who's Sarah? Oh, I'm think, just saying a girl wouldn't do that. So these okay, are these guys. So, now you, so this is you now jumping back and going against what you said and, Listen, and lumping and generalizing that. Nothing says that you're guilty more other than being caught than being defensive. And sometimes that's true. Sometimes yeah, that's not. I agree. But if you could. Rem and this is a, 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 a microcosm of how we could all better ourselves. But if we could remove our egos and our defensiveness from things, we could make ourselves more connected and relatable and and. If we seem empathetic, people can empathize. So if I just kind of calibrate myself into the guys are pigs with all they care. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. They th only think with the head down here and then point to the penis yeah. instead of the brain. Yeah. And then it's like, well, then when start pe people start saying, guys fucking, you know, all they care about is, you know, the head down here. Pointing to the, to the, yeah, to the where the, the penis would yeah. be. Yeah, instead of the head. And then I could already be on the, I know. And then the girl would be like, oh my God. And that already... My steak has been on the flat top because right. I said I know. Right. Now, I like a medium steak. I want to cook it a little bit more. I don't remember the, the metaphor we're doing. Who's a celebrity you would let jerk off in front of you? Truth. Yeah. And, and I haven't put much thought into this. I don't know a celebrity that I would care if they jerked off in front of me. Wow, really? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to name a few. Ready? Jason Statham. Don't care, care. Don't care. Billy Bob Thornton. Don't care, care. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm leaning to not wanting to be wrong here, but I would rather Statham than Billy Bob. Sure. But still, I, I don't, I don't care. The third lead in Cool Runnings. Uh, which one is the third? Uh, uh, uh the the mean bald one or the one that trips? I'm gonna say the the one whose father uh tells him. Uh, that he can't bobsled right. and he needs to You're go to a badass mother who don't, yeah. yeah. Don't don't, don't no crap from a nobody. I've been in green rooms with that guy. Yeah, he's a, a comic and a great uh, commercial casting director. Um, I did not, dude. did not know he was a casting director. Yeah, um, yeah I, uh, I would, uh, no, it would be great. Fucking love Cool Runnings. Yeah. Um, here we go. Bruce Jenner. I mean, yeah, that's just educational. Yeah. You're getting him, by the way. This is his. This is the last thing he's doing before he transitions. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um. I, I tell me if this is true. Is it true that Bruce Jenner, when he masturbates, he does it with two fingers? <laughs> if it was Beavis on the podcast <laughs> or a butthead, I mean. <laughs> oh, that was one of the first voices I did. <laughs> if you can't see at home right now, Rick is masturbating with two fingers. There's a part. It looks like he's. It looks like he's at a pizza making class and doesn't know how to flip the dough. <laughs> There's a spot on the back of the penis. Um, Jesus. Called? Uh, I mean, I always call it the spot. <laughs> but uh, the male G spot? Is that what you know what is? I'm talking about, right? No. Now, uh, uh, all right. So here's the, the penis. And people, you, you, here's the penis. You can, and you can use any Aquafina bottle for this demonstration. <laughs> all right. Here's the penis from my, from my point of view, okay? So there's the front. Here's the back. Oh, God. Right here. Right below the head. Yeah. That spot. What is that? That's where you could do it. With, with You could just push it. Oh. And it feels unbelievable. You could bring... I mean, Jesus Christ, what am I talking about? Well, you, I guess, you know, when you're on the subject of what celebrity would you let masturbate <laughs> in front of you, of course, this is going to come up. Of course, a penis but, demonstration is soon to follow. But there are some times where you could just... You could kind of just massage that part to climax. MTPTC. Who taught you that? 
A buddy of mine. <laughs> oh, no, you just when when you play with yourself, you. It's so important. Do you remember the first time you jerked off? Yes, I was jerking off before it was cool. I was jerking. When off. was it cool? That was my next question. It was cool in seventh grade. Because yeah. there were guy, kids in seventh grade that were there was two kids in seventh grade. There were kids that were kids that were fucking and kids that weren't. <laughs> no, there was yeah. kids that were willing to talk about it. And like too much. Oh, what's the matter? You don't do it. What are you a fucking loser? Yeah. And then you have to either be like, <laughs> it's it's basically the introduction to vulnerability. Yeah. And being able to be cool by admitting something that oh, oh everyone does it. But I was masturbating before that. Before I knew it was that. I used to put my uh, in the shower, um, where the where the water would come up from the bottom faucet where you're running a bath. I would put that on, so there was a lot of pressure, and I would uh, I would scooch myself up to it and and be like kind of on my tippy toes. And have the waterfall uh, fall on. I would hold my soft at the time. I'm a, I'm a boy, under the penis. And I found it just felt kind of good. I was curious what it was, so I left. I'm a very inquisitive person. Yeah. So I left my penis under under the water for a bit, and then it started to feel better and better. And it took like minutes and minutes. Well, because there's warm water on the body that just feels good. But, but there's guess... something different. I've had warm water on the body for probably. Yeah, I'm ten at this. Well, age. on your shoulder, no. yeah. There's yeah. the shoulder is, the, the, is not the penis. But it's the pressure. It was the pressure of it, and it was hitting this this area, this spot, and you just leave it there. And after a little bit, it would start to feel so good, and then it felt amazing, and then it didn't anymore. There was no ejaculation, and I remember. Can you not ejaculate in the seventh grade? This was. I'm saying this. That, that was when it came cool. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm, fifth grade. I, I, I'm doing this. Ten years old. Twelve, eleven, maybe twelve. Yeah, fifth. That's early. I feel like <clears throat> I'm doing. I'm doing this before before I, I I'm still making dioramas and you're sitting there you know trying what? it to might get, even be younger and you're just wetting the dick it might be younger because if I'm not mistaken well let me first tell you this part sure something would happen where it would what the climax is but it would just feel good feel good and then it didn't feel good anymore yeah and I didn't want it anymore and, and I noticed that once it was done it was like I don't want to do this again I'm done you like feel I, bad I didn't feel bad I just I'm it's done you know I, I my sandwich was delicious I'm not I don't want to eat I don't need to eat anymore yeah but before you ate it's like you can't wait to eat the sandwich so there'll be times where I'm looking for a sandwich I mean that as a metaphor to getting in the bath and putting yeah. my penis under the waterfall <laughs> yeah. and um, and I said to myself Rick this feels so good but for some reason after you do it for a little bit you don't want it anymore yeah just remember this mentality you have right now Rick remember that even if you feel like you don't want it Trust me, you want it. It's like it would be the same as it would be the same as you not eating all day, and you're getting dinner, and you're like, I remember this feeling. I'm gonna eat all this food. And Rick, even if you get full, eat more food. So I would do it, and and I would, and so I would put my wiener under the waterfall. I would then clean myself off, and then it's like, all right, Rick, you told yourself do it again, and I would do it, and I couldn't get to it. Any parents ever come in and catch you? Here's why I think it has to be young. I don't know what age you aren't naked in front of your mom anymore. Yeah, but or bathing. Do you ever bathe with your parents? I mean, no, uh, maybe when I was a little, a little nino. Yeah, when you're like a baby, one yeah. or two. But this was, I remember I got out of you the bathroom. like I asked, like, did you, when you went, went home for the holidays, did you bathe with your parents? I, I, I didn't, I, the pause wasn't <laughs> reflective of judgment. I, yeah. I think I was maybe just trying to figure think out about it. If yeah. there was a time, yeah. I do remember, though, there was a time where I put my penis under the waterfall <laughs> and it felt so good. And then my mom, uh, my mom came in, all right, Ricky, you got to get out of the bath now. Um, and I opened the curtain and... I must have not been embarrassed to have my mom see me naked because my mom saw me naked because I remember I, there was no shame. I didn't understand. There was nothing sexual about it to me. Yeah. And remember she... You're like, she, mom, yeah. she made me. She already saw my dick. Yeah. And I just... All I did was something felt good. Yeah. You know, it, it, things feel good. I like to be tickled. Yeah. So 
Uh, again, I remember my mom said to me, she must have noticed my penis, and I think it was like red because it was under the water for so long or whatever. Yeah. And she goes, oh, did someone have a little picnic? And I didn't know what that meant. My mom was saying, oh, someone was playing with their penis. I could see. I could. I didn't what know what a fuck? little picnic. A little picnic? <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, it's just like, oh, somebody had a little picnic. Like, had Dude, a good time. mom metaphors are the best. <laughs> mom verbiage, mom jargon. My mom says yikeroonies when something like crazy happens. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, if you saw somebody get hit by a bus... Or saw uh, if she saw you playing with your dick in the bathtub, like just the after, na- just like the now, way. like as grown adult, oh. right, she'd be like Yagaroonies if she walked <laughs> in on it. Like that's her catchphrase. Uh-huh. She's from the Midwest, Jew, sweet. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, that is something that you can't, you can't. Uh, now here's my question: You did it in the bathtub, right? Years ago, right? Did you ever think about like that's that's the open mic level? Did you ever think about going to Niagara Falls and putting your dick under the the real waterfall? Okay, so you ever I- think about. No, I never. I, I didn't. TLC my, in my chasing mo- some waterfalls in my with mom's them, putting ba- your dick. In my mom's bath. My, my mom and dad's bath. They have these jets, like this jacuzzi jet that you could turn on. So I did go there, and I would put my penis up to the jet, and I was scared that it would get sucked into the jet. <laughs> so I would, I would hold. I would the hold. first kid to have his dick sucked <laughs> sucked up by a hot tub jet, like the way that kids, like uh, you know, can get sucked up by elevators, you know, or escalators. <laughs> Oh, you put your dick in the escalator? No. no I know what you're but, saying. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. And, you know, by the way, getting sucked up from an elevator, that would be the worst way to go. You just step in. I think in. getting sucked up by an escalator would be worse. If you <laughs> it's such a smaller, it's like getting pulled under a door. Kids would get, fuck, and wouldn't they, there was always a report every year, I, I remember shoelaces. in elementary school, that the shoelaces, and they would get caught, and it would, like, r- cut their foot off or something, right? Yeah, until I was, until I could drive, I was hopping off the last step of an escalator, yeah. overcompensating. Was that an urban legend? Everything's an urban legend at some point until yeah. it becomes until enough people have done it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like don't cross your eyes; they'll stay that way. Or don't you know? I guarantee you, somebody crossed their eyes. And don't stood take that a way. shit without peeing, or you'll you know you'll go on. You, I don't know this one. I, I, it's impossible. You can't do it. Yeah, you can take a shit without peeing. You Pro- can't pee without it. taking a shit. Unfortunately, we'll be right back. <laughs> Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by I don't have porn on my phone. A one act by Rick Glassman, playing this Friday and Saturday at the Hudson Theater on Santa Monica Boulevard. Did somebody have a picnic? A... Oh god, that's yeah, no, yeah, that's a... not the clip. No, I wanted to end it with the way. Oh, god, dude, so, so you some... wouldn't go to the waterfall? That was my question. You wouldn't take? I went to the jet. I, I went to the screw my, that. My... Screw that. If you want to uh, make it tighter, I went. No, no, no. no. But there you go. I went to into my parents' jacuzzi to the tub. That's and right. I... Okay, so penis sucked into the hot tub. It never got sucked. That's to... crazy, by the way. I once got a Playboy. I would think it would get blasted off by the jet, not sucked well, but, back in. Uh, you put it at that spot. You hold it. You hold it up. It's basically like it's like if you had a puppy, lean it forward so that its belly is showing, and put the belly up against the jet. Jesus. Well, you know, I'm calling animal control. No, 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 no. I'm saying that's my. The, the dog is my. <laughs> Is my penis? Um, I thought you were just kind of piggybacking and being like, "Here's something else funny." Yeah, you can make a dog. You bring a dog. Put a dog's penis in the jet. There's nothing to be afraid of because even if it gets sucked in, it doesn't take the diameter. I had a Playboy once, and I and I wanted to. At at this age, I'm older now. I know what masturbating is, kind of. And but I'm I'm into sexual stuff. Like I know it's sexual. There's something private and raw about it. So I had this Playboy, and I wanted to experience bringing this thing into where I could climax. So I had the visual as well. So my mom had an laminating machine, and I waited until my parents were gone. And I remember I took my mom's laminating machine. The amount of panic I had if my mom comes in, because you can't just throw the laminating machine. It goes so slow. So if my mom comes in, she's seeing me laminate this Playboy. Anyway, I got away with it, and I had this, 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 this naked woman laminated that I would bring into the bath. And I remember, even though no one's coming in there, I would make it a bubble bath in case I ever had to hide the picture under the, under the bubbles. So... 
Oh my god. Keep going. <laughs> what am I talking about? Have you ever told the story? No. Yeah, that's why I love it. Keep going. Uh, that's about it. I All right. put my penis. Oh, I do remember. I do remember when I, my the first time I ejaculated oh, because. Jesus. All right, just for the listeners, I'm we will be Simpsons. segueing back to, to Rick's. Uh, yeah, you're right. New, we'll stop. New TV I might job. even tell the story, but let me just tell no, you the first time a, I everyone, came was while watching story. The Simpsons. Why? Have you ever seen the show? <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so between Simpsons were on from five to six, and I would watch The Simpsons always, and I'd be in the I'd be in the room, and I'd have a, a blanket over me, and I was Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about it. You have to tell no, it. No, I don't want to talk about it. You next have time, to. Next time. You have We've to talked te- too long about this stuff. This no, is. You have to tell it. Um, well, when I discovered this special spot, I would just be touching it constantly. And it would feel good. And then I remember I, just, I, was, I would be under the blanket because I would be touching myself watching The Simpsons. <laughs> because that was my private time. And one time I did it and then stuff came out. <laughs> And it went into ejaculate. What do you mean? What kind of stuff? Lava. (laughs) (laughs) And it came out into the blanket. Okay. So, and I didn't know what it was. And then I I guess we have an instinct to realize, oh, I think that's supposed to happen because it felt good or I don't know. Well, anyway, let's please, let's change the topic to something else. All right. Well, little, uh, little technical difficulty. Are you? Are you? That, that was very handy of you to put that back together for me. Thank you. The mic. Mm-hmm. Do you consider that uh, something you bring to the table in a relationship? Yes. Being a handy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Girls I, want that. Yeah. It's not about handy. It's um, not just changing a light bulb, changing a tire. You got to be able to do that stuff. Yeah. Right. As a dude, like let's talk about that. Girls are like, oh, he's jerking off in front of me, but like, could he also change a tire? Because maybe there's. <laughs> Probably. Joking, I don't. I don't think like, there's a guy who jerks off in front of people that that that, that shouldn't be that can't at least change a tire. <laughs> also, there's no way that that guy exists, and then it's it's considered gross. But his ability to change a tire and the way that he's done it for like what? Yeah. If, what what if, if, came, I was like, yes, I understand. There's all these allegations against Louis. But you know, but have you seen him change a tire? Highway? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. How many people on the highway that were stranded? They couldn't get. I feel there's a lot. Now, have, now, now. That being said, he he fixed their tire and then jerked off in front yeah, of them yes. on the freeway. And I'm not saying that's okay. I'm just saying don't ignore the fact <laughs> that jerking off in front of somebody is very similar to changing a tire. To where <laughs> when you're done, there's a part of the process. It feels good, but you're just dirty, you know. And it's just it's just nobody really wants to do it. They don't. Uh, speaking of nobodies, Melissa McCarthy, Ben Falcone created and produced a show with three of their friends from the groundlings right yep and larry hugh and rachel yep and michael mcdonald uh one of my good pals and and friend of the podcast and uh mad tv alum hilarious uh, directs and show runs the show yes um who do you play so i play uh the show is about Melissa's friends. Well, the, f- the first season was about Melissa's friends who play a version of themselves, yeah. a la Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. They, all grew, they all came up together from the Groundlings. Melissa became very famous. These people are, quote, nobodies, end quote. And they're trying to sell a movie. They're not interested, so they lie and say Melissa McCarthy is attached. They try to get Melissa involved in this. Second season, which I'm now part of, is uh, they're now creating a television show. Kind of a similar thing, but they're creating a television show about their life. I come in as the, as the young showrunner who doesn't have much experience but has worked with Melissa in the past and um, I'm trying to run this show but really Melissa's the boss and she plays a version of herself that is just 
So funny. Yeah. I mean, come on. And but he, over to, the top, like so mean. So mean. And um, and today you had... Today uh, it, was, well, it was a scene where, where we're doing a table read. And um, I'm, you know, I'm up there with all the actors. We had just finished writing the show that I had two weeks to write. But she said, we want, we want to have it done tomorrow. So we had to have it ready by tomorrow. And uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm letting everybody know who's reading what. I'll be reading some of the stage directions. And then she cuts me off to tell me that, that I don't have a good enough voice and she should be reading them. It's just, just, you know, just kicking me to the curb a whole bunch. And it's so fun to play. Do you guys improvise? Status. Yeah. I yeah, mean, getting, the, getting kind of beaten down by her is just, the, yeah. Yeah. And it's, this is such an obvious thing to say. Um, and, and if anyone said this to me before having had worked with her, I would have been like, yeah, of course it makes sense. But she's so funny. Oh yeah, dude. But I mean like, yeah, of course the office is a good show. I know. But until you've actually watched yeah. it, you know what I mean? Watch it live. It's, it's amazing. She's a, it's 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 so fucking fun. Yeah, because every she, choice works. Yeah, and, yep. And she's so good at yes ending. She's so good at she's so generous too. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to like be the funniest one, but like if there's a moment where like you're not you're not doing what you gotta do, she'll go. Oh, cool. I'll just I'll, I'll just I'll fix all this. I feel Conan O'Brien. Whenever I watch Conan, he's so good at letting the people do what they do. Yep. But whenever there's a down woman, no, he knows it a little faster oh, than the yeah. audience. Oh yeah, and gets in there and makes it work. It's a great great call. And that's what she, that's what she does. Uh, with, and so okay, so can you? I mean, so the so the relationship is you're running the show. I'm running the show. I'm for, the boss for, for her friends. Yeah, I'm the boss. But whenever she's around, I'm just I have to submit to it. And what? And tell me what a showrunner does. Uh, showrunner is uh, just a term for head writer of a show. The way you said your buddy Michael McDonald runs their actual yeah. show. Um, uh, m movies are a director's medium. TV is usually a writer's medium. I mean, that's kind of how people have differentiated it. And the person who's the head writer and the showrunner makes all the calls. Even if somebody else is directing it, the, the showrunner comes in and says, yeah, do it this way. The showrunner is, is, the, is basically the boss. So I have the status of the boss. It's my responsibility to be the boss. But, you know, Melissa just comes in and plays this mean, successful idiot. And uh, I don't know. It's cool, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't get to play low stakes that much for whatever reason. I'm kind of a, like a higher energy guy. So it's usually something silly or brash or inappropriate. Yeah. Um, but being, having to like hold her stuff and I don't know. It's cool. There's certain people that you work with. How I would let her masturbate in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? How much do you... Um... Uh, interact with people on set that you because I saw you take a picture of her empty chair next to you, and then you told me today. Um, yeah, I you were next to her, so then I shot her a text. Or no, no, I you, said I said uh, um, you texted me, and I saw that you saw that picture. Yeah, and I assume that's why you asked me to come on the podcast. Yeah. like you saw me. Well, I needed to do one today, and right. I was thinking of like, you know, and, well, I, and I, I, I think I mentioned to you, or maybe just said to myself when I start doing these a couple weeks episodes, ago, you tried to hit me up, and we yeah, our schedules. That's right, up. yeah. But I noticed that you looked at that picture, and then I got a text from you, like, "Oh, you must have saw it." Hey, you know, I'm here with your buddy, Melissa, and you said, "Tell her I, I miss her face." I said, "Melissa, Adam, da 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 da," and she's like, "Oh," and then I saw that she texted you, which yeah. is like the next level, cool shit. Come on. So I then went and I texted you and said, um, "Hey, um, I saw she texted you. Uh, t tell her I'm funny." <laughs> and, <laughs> she knows that um, though. What, like, yeah, but you know, there's all right. Let uh, you, you know you, you hear you hear Greenblatt says a good pastrami sandwich. Yeah, sure. But if I say to you as a friend, get the pastrami sandwich, you'd be like, okay. There's a little extra nudge. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's a buddy nudge. Yeah, a buddy BN. nudge. Yeah, okay. I was looking for a buddy nudge. Message received. And truth be told, can still do it. Uh, what's that? Not gonna, not, can still do it. You know. Yeah, do I work with her tomorrow? Yeah. But here's the thing. I got. Uh, I said it to you. 
sincerely and meant it, but being funny. They're not mutually exclusive. They were both there. I really wanted you to, but also like what a funny, ridiculous thing to ask. Hey, tell her that I'm funny while I'm right in front of her, you know? Yeah. But I also got super insecure that you were going to text her. This is not a, a, a judgment on you, just on the projections yeah. of what that could happen. That you were going to text, hey, Rick wanted me to say that, that, he, that, that he's funny and he wanted me to tell you. And it, I was like, oh, I, maybe I shouldn't have asked Adam. Cause nah, but see, you're, you're not giving me enough credit to know that like, I would never put you in a position like that. Also, who gives a shit? Yeah. But I was, I was in a moment of like, I was in a moment of like, I, I want, I want validation. You know that you know what I'm talking about. Of course. You know you're making specific choices. You have a, you have a down moment. Well, I mean, she does she has she said to you you're funny or like nice job or. Oh yeah, and yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is gonna get back to her if she doesn't hear this. Um, she actually wouldn't stop raving about how, like, usually people that are. She said something about usually people that are above six foot. I'm six three by the way. So, uh, people that are above six foot like have an athletic like how do you why are you so funny? Why are you so funny? Like when people that look like you. She said that. I mean, yeah. She didn't say it to me. I overheard her saying that to, to um, Manute Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Way over six feet. Uh, so you do chum it up with people when you're on set. I, I mean, you're chum. so personable. You, chum. <clears throat> you have to. Have, you've always been that way. I mean, that's uh, how you I got chum, the undateable here, job. Here's how it works. If you're going to play games and do bits, I'm in. Does she? Does, she's really good at that. Oh, I mean, I mean you, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's you done bits with her. We do bits. Yeah. You do bits. What kind of bits? You know, uh, I'm like, hey, Melissa, can I take a picture of you? Leave me alone, you Jew fuck. Stuff like that. I'm sure she was. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. Just random little yeah. throwaway jokes yeah. and bits about somebody, somebody like, you know, does something and you go like, ooh, ooh, you know, whatever the fuck. I don't care. <laughs> Which is games, you know? Well, I saw you following around Hugh uh, Davison uh, with, um, uh, was that a real thing? Yes, somebody they, made they, his they, coffee with a. They do artwork and they made an amazing looking middle finger. So he's complaining about it. So I'm thinking, like, let's do a bit. Yeah. You got a little joke? Let me milk it until nobody <laughs> likes us anymore. And then I'll edit it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, people that do bits, my friends included, I I'm playing with you. Yeah. I love playing. I love laughing. I love making people laugh. I love when people make me laugh. And if you don't do bits, you're just – I don't have time. So you must get really frustrated with people who aren't in the business. Uh, but also, let me, and let me add to that, that don't want to do bits. And I guess you can't. I'm not, there's, there's people out of the business that do bits. I got some of my best friends who I feel like we all owe credit to some group of friends or friend growing up that encouraged what we're doing now or uh, blindly yes-handed things and was funny themselves and in a different life could be doing what we're doing but just had no uh, idea or recollection of, uh, not, sorry, not recollection, awareness. You could of, edit it out. Yeah. I'm going to keep it in. I like when I fuck up words and then correct myself. Um, correct. Correct myself, and so <laughs> you're so mad that you didn't say myself first. You can edit it out. I'll edit it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, put myself first. <laughs> PMSF. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you have friends Not growing, up, growing up that, you, that <laughs> no. were like, yeah, made you laugh, and that of were course. Fun? But it's like, um, you know, they couldn't. Uh, but so other there are people that don't do bits that are in the business, and it's frustrating to be. It's frustrating to be around anybody that doesn't want to just like laugh and joke. Correct. Right? Like I have friends back home and even out here that are not in the business and like I'll see them at weddings and I'm just like I don't go. I don't go to weddings. Also their their idea of joking is different than my idea of joking. Yeah, you have so a very like, sophisticated So palette. I have to adjust what I'm doing and I got to No, you don't. The ketchup, no, you don't. I, the ketchup is like an actual real ketchup instead of like like how you doing? What have you been up to? If that 
if how you doing, what have you been up to comes out of somebody's mouth instead of like some sort of jokey, like some sort of attempt to just be different uh-huh. and be like, I, I mean, I, I almost shut down socially and just, how, how you doing? How are you doing? What have you been up to? There's a guy uh, that talks like that. There was at the, the wedding. who was in a fraternity mine. How you doing, man? What, what you been up to? I, I mean, I just, I, and I started making up shit. I don't tell him. Willis? I don't, <laughs> no. I don't tell him really what I've been up to. I'm just like, I mean, they go, oh, I was in uh, Beijing teaching uh, fat kids how to do sign language, you know? And then he goes, oh, oh, oh shit. But, 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 but really, you know? I'm like, <laughs> you say, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, when, uh, when somebody gives me a how you doing, um, I just, I, 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 uh, I say, I, it's become a shtick as a defense, so yeah. I don't, but to make it like silly, but I say, I don't do, I don't, I can't, I don't do the how you doings. I won't do them. Why? They make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. They make me very uncomfortable. And I, I feel like a liar because I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm having to find something that wasn't organic. If I wanted to tell you something, I'd tell you. Yeah. Um, and then I'm obligated to one of two options, either, either be rude and not ask you back or then ask you something that I don't care about, that I don't want to listen to, that you may not want to answer, that I'm going to have to sit through. I'd rather just say, I'm not, I don't do how you doings. Make a little thing out of it. What's your ideal uh, social entrance and exit? Well, it depends. If I'm coming in and we're doing bits. All right, take it easy. No, you're asking me a goddamn question <laughs> that I don't like. <laughs> if I come in and I'm and people are doing bits, I let's mean, play. Yeah, great. If someone's like, Rick, how you been? Not gonna, I don't need to touch your hand and, and move it great, up and down. Wait until now should be your answer, right? But it's not bad because I'm not letting it get bad. I, it's not your fault if no. I'm bored. It's my fault for letting me be bored. So when I nice. when I go up to somebody and there's how you doing and there's there's an etiquette enough to where I don't want to say leave me alone but after about four or five seconds five seconds tops if I'm bored I, I just I, I'm this is I don't I don't want to have this do you want to do a bit yeah I've asked people do you want to do a bit I just don't get why you'd be friends with someone that isn't funny because funny doesn't get in the way of anything. You could you could you could be too silly. You could be distracting if you don't turn it off. But I could ask for you for a cup of coffee, or I could say, "Let me get a cup of Joe." Can I get a cup of coffee? Boring. Sure. Sure. <laughs> hey, let me get a cup of Joe. On the house. Yeah. There's a difference. Is there a right and wrong way to leave uh, a social setting? A party, drinks. Yes. A fire pit conversation. Yes. Yeah. And it's black and white. Um, here's what you a have black, to do. There's a black version and a white version. Hilarious. Hilarious gag. This is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but no, I mean it's binary. There's yeah. a right and there's a wrong. Yep. Here's the right. You must thank the host or acknowledge the host, whoever, whoever invited you or whoever's place. Even give host. him like a point from a ways away. Give him a point. Give him a text on your walk out. Say, I didn't want to bother you. You were busy. Yeah. Whatever it is, especially if it's a wedding and it's a, or a bride or a groom. Yep. You don't need to bother them. Their, their job, unfortunately, is to hug instead of appreciate the love because of this thing that we've set up. Unless you're towards the end of the wedding. If you're like one of the last 15 people there, you, you go up and say goodbye. Yeah. If, 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 if you have an in. But what I'm saying but is. But also, you, if you're super drunk, maybe you don't. Be, but you read have the to room. You got to read the room. Do and you? You have to. It could be a text. Because you don't want hug. your last thing to, to be so fucked up and incoherent that you end up like correct. If you're, you're drunk, erasing the good time that you were at that wedding, then you then the next day when you sober up, say, "By the way, I was a little drunk. I had a great time." Yada yada. Yeah, you're fine if you do that, right? Other than that, the only right thing to do is to do what you want to do. 
If you want to, if you like saying hellos, you want to hug somebody again, you want to remind somebody about something that happened, you want to make eye contact with somebody in case maybe it's a girl and she says, "Oh, you you gonna leave?" And then you're like, "I don't know why. What are you doing?" If you have a if you have an agenda, follow it. Yeah. But if you're saying goodbye to people, I, I don't want to be rude or I, I don't want this person to think this. It's manipulative. Yeah. So I think what you have to do is you have to uh, somehow acknowledge the host. Text next day, whatever. Thank you for having me. And then whatever you want to do, do. Don't feel obligation. Because then if I come up to you and I say goodbye because I want you to think I'm a good guy, I'm not. I'm a liar. It's a small scale, but they add up. I'm lying. I'm manipulating you into making you think I care about something that I don't. I just think you do. Do you. The way black girls say it. They say that? Black girls say do you. Nice. Yeah. I feel like they say I do me. They say I do me a lot. Like say, about themselves. I say be you a lot. I feel like black girls and I have a lot in common. Go on. That's that's it. I feel like we we both say do you. We both care about our hair. <laughs> we both wish we were in the NBA. I, I guess, don't know. I, yeah, I guess I got a lot in common with, with <laughs> Do black girls want to be in the NBA? I don't know. By the way, there's no Probably. there's no better compliment post show than a sassy, heavy set black woman. Disagreed. Okay. A black teenager. Guy. No, it's going with mine. Okay, yeah. I believe you. I believe that's for you. Nothing you're funny. You. Oh shit, you you crazy. You <laughs> that shit you said about <laughs> you funny as fuck. That fun. I see you. I see you. Okay. I see what you're doing. Big old hug, warm, friendly. The way you said "ol," <laughs> I feel like if anything racist was said, it was the way that you referred to a black girl's hug as a big old hug. <laughs> <laughs> so you made it so southern. <laughs> You know how black girls, they don't give you a hug. They give you a big old hug. So <laughs> well, you you're, I mean, you're dissecting. You're looking for racism. Who isn't? We'll be right back. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Dick Waterfalls. Are you a kid? You're looking to get off, but not actually ejaculate? It feels great, doesn't it? Want it to feel amazing? Sit under the bathtub with a Dick Waterfall. It's like a squatty potty for your dick. <laughs> Who's that? I'm the faucet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so are people going to listen to this and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those giant yes and podcasts where people go, everything they said, I was thinking. Yeah. Is there uh is there a time of night where you feel like it's inappropriate to get postmates? No. Because you'll post Instagram stories which I love. You post some of you playing the piano, some of you just watching TV, some of you just talking to the camera which are some of my favorites because it's just maybe I know you so well but like they're just very I think it translates They're out hilarious. That. I think it does. But uh but then you'll post like a food thing and like a, a chronological order of like tater tots at two, like an ice cream sundae at two forty-five, <laughs> but you know mini pizza rolls at three fifteen. It's funny because th- none of those are foods that I get. <laughs> yeah. Those are all your version of like wh- what makes you happy. Like it's so telling. Yeah. Like if I were to get food early, I'd want bagel dogs. <laughs> you know, not, I'd not want a, snow cones. <laughs> <Not> a, <yeah. laughs> you know, like mini pizza rolls and tater tots i mean that's that's literally big old tater tots <laughs> that's that's third grade lunch wow um, did you ever have emergency lunch real quick i don't think i've had a lunch that wasn't 
never has there been a time where I was ready for lunch. <laughs> it's just all of a sudden, I gotta eat. <laughs> Emergency lunch was if you were a child in elementary school. You got about 15 minutes left? I'm good. 15, 20, yeah. Uh, a time in high school where, or middle school, uh, elementary school, um, where you forgot your lunch, your sack lunch, or, you know, I don't know if you ever gotcha. had the card, the punch card. I think you, I know what you're talking about. You already. paid a certain fee and you got to eat the food that right. the school provided that it had access to, right? Whether it was grilled cheese that wasn't really grilled or, um, or raw cheese that they burnt. What's that? I was going the other way. Raw cheese they burnt. Dude, that was, dude, they did not care. I'm surprised we made it out of, out of elementary school with some of the food. Barchetta. You know what Barchetta was? It's like a pizza boat. I ate that every Friday. <laughs> macho Nacho Day. Nothing macho about those nachos. Well, did you it's go like to super, school at a greeting card? It's like, it's like super cuts. That's super, whoever walks out looks himself in the mirror and goes, super. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel but like you know there's only so much room that you could get a bad haircut. Oh, I've had a lot of bad haircuts. And your hair is so good. I appreciate that. Well, now I, I really have, I've narrowed it down to a couple people that I like that I only will go to because I, I, I was really just throwing caution to the wind and throwing head to scissor with no real, uh, you know, cognizant choice of like, just don't, I needed a haircut. I wanted one. I waited till the last minute. I wasn't on a TV show and could just get it trimmed up whenever I needed. So it was like, wait until the last minute. I need one. I'm going on this trip. I'm doing this thing. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my dick under the faucet. I, I want to look good, you know? And You gave uh, two metaphors that one was so beautiful and the other one was so violent. Yeah. Caution to the wind is just, you know, we throw it aside. We see what happens. But the other one was head to scissor. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I visualized just like you yeah. hurting yourself. Well, you know what? You're one of the first bad haircut I really got was at Floyd's Barbershop. And I'm only going to say the name of it because they sent me a message that I thought was, um, was, 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 um, they sent me a message that was, that made me go, what is this? Um, I got nothing wrong with Floyd's. I think you're a pretty cool establishment. You Actually, got, one of a sponsor of ours. You got, uh, they will never be a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. They, uh, look, they, they try. They try hard, man. They, they love to, um, they love to create a vibe with the music and the people that work there. And uh, I walked in there one day and, and I dealt with an employee who was not in the, the mood to be holding scissors and, and mm -hmm. at people's heads. Not in the mood to be working. Sure. Sometimes We've all had all days where you wake days. up and you go, I don't want to cut hair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I don't have a certificate <laughs> or a place where I'm legally responsible to, or required to do no, that. I hear what you're saying. That you wake up, you don't want to work. But not even that. Or you just look in the mirror and you go, some about me doesn't need to be outside in the world. Oh. Recognize that. Stay You're inside. For the day. Yeah. Okay. For the day. I think we can all acknowledge and, and you know, wish that more people would recognize that and be like, I got nothing to add today to right. the world. Has, and then, you know. That's where we get Postmates. Yeah. Exactly. Postmates is like, don't worry about it. Stay in. I got you. Mm -hmm. You want that Slurpee? There's a chance it's going to get there. Yeah. You want some tater tots? You want some Funyuns? What, what did you say? Bagel dogs? Yeah. What, no, you said pizza rolls. I was thinking <laughs> bagel dogs is my pizza roll. <laughs> from the from the producers of I Don't Have Porn on My Phone, come bagel dogs and my pizza roll. <laughs> that does sound like a shitty children's book. Um, so um, <laughs> so I walk in. The woman, uh, she's very cold. No smiles. I don't need to be best friends with a person cutting my hair, but be, be somewhat approachable. Right. It is a service business. I kind of uh, put my head down to look at my phone for one second. She grabbed my head and yanked it back. Yanked it like we were, like like I was being dominated. And I said, hey, do you mind yanking my hair when I check my phone? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and 
<laughs> and so you, I would think you would just say, yank my hair. You know, you would have to let her pick the moment. Do me a favor. First of all, what are you doing in me? You're gorgeous. Yeah. Um, uh, if you're into this, I would be happy to do it back. I don't need. I I just like being dominated. So. I like being scolded. Yeah. Yeah. So, but make sure you wait. Wait until I wait to the moment I check my phone. Yeah, because that'll let you know I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I need you to get me back into it. <laughs> so she did that uh-huh. aggressively to where I went. Go. <laughs> Ever make that noise in public? I think I coughed like over it. it. I'm so sorry. Go again. <laughs> uh. Oh. No. no. Ooh, ooh, like that. That one. Yeah. The ooh, that's ooh. getting your air. That's, that's uh, if I fart and I think it's a street fart and something comes out. Yeah, that's an uh-oh with an ooh-ooh. And, <laughs> and, and, dude, those paths cross. And, and usually that happens when you're in distress and you're getting your head yanked and you didn't ask for it. So now I look up. I go, all right. Um, I go, whoa. I go, a little hard there. Sure. Confident man. You have that's to acknowledge fair to say. It. Hey, Hey, Yankee, you want a fucking yeah. head yanker? You know, there's a lot of things I could have said. I said, well, a little hard there to let her know I was not. What is she, a crank yanker? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So so, uh, so then she starts cutting and just starts to just go off on all sorts of tangents on my head with like, bzz, bzz, and and just like, and, and doing something in the back. And I go, uh, don't even worry. At one point, I just go, don't even worry about that part. I'll cut that myself, you know, or, or, or. <laughs> Only or what is it alt? You don't remember? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's or, a lot of things I could have said. I'll grow out the back of my head, just shave the top. Whatever. It was just at one point I just said that's enough. And um that's enough. You don't want to say that's enough when you're getting your hair cut. That's enough. So uh so I go up and and I did just say, I I think I'm good. And she was like, fine. And I go up to the front desk and I go to the woman. And there's a video of this online. I think I think it's still on my YouTube page. I don't think I deleted it, but it, I might have just made it private. Because at one point I went through my YouTube videos and I was like, all right, not every, not all of this stuff should be out there. And I found this video that I took right after I got it because I went up to the front desk and I, the woman goes, all right, how was everything today? I go, not good. She goes, oh, no. I go, yeah. I go, look at my head. She <laughs> goes, yeah. I go, does it look like a good haircut? She goes, I mean, I go, there we go. <laughs> I mean, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Even without the ellipses. Yeah. Just not a, oh, right away, no, yes. Right away, yes. Which and she shouldn't give you, by no, the way. No, I guess that's She's Floyd's policy. The, we fuck up, we're going to tell you we fucked up. We're, we're also, you know, not going to offer any sort of compensation. <laughs> About it. Yeah, we're dot, just going to be dot. like, ooh, you know, yikes. And uh-huh. so. Uh, Your and, mom. Yeah, and so, uh, yikeroonies, yeah. Uh-huh. And so I go, worst haircut I've ever gotten. I go, not even the haircut. I go, I go, I don't know if this person should be out in public right now holding scissors towards human flesh. And she was like, oh, that's, I'm going to talk to her. She just, I think she was having a bad day. I go, you knew about this? So then I go home, I make this video, I post it on YouTube where I'm just ranting and raving about Floyd's. And uh, Floyd sends me a message on MySpace. Yeah, that's this was, I think, 2006 or seven, And I get a message on MySpace. You know, I see that red new message. Exciting. Get, 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 dude, the best. Come on. Click on it, hoping it's a girl or, a, you know, I don't know, a celebrity, you know. I remember Jamie Kennedy sent me a message once and said that Two Girls, One Cup video is hilarious. There's a show there. I messaged him back. He didn't respond. Ran into him, you know, what, 12 years later. Had him on the podcast. Fucking great dude. But, uh, you Wish know. we could have had him today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, great dude. And so, Floyd sends me a message, I see. It says, Floyd's corporate. I'm like, holy shit. Literally a day later. Adam, I wish I had the message, but I'm going to paraphrase. Adam, this is the Floyd's corporate office. 
Uh, sorry, my penis is into a faucet. So, um, look, we got we saw your video. It's circulated around the Floyd's corporate office. I don't know how. I mean, it's not like there's still that a bunch. time. There's not that many videos up. You know, people are going to see. There's stuff. a lot though. There's a lot. Okay, but maybe not. Maybe yeah, you're right though. Maybe not enough to for this to not get lost in the shuffle. So it was it, like pre pre cable. There's like only like five channels. You yeah. Know? So it's circulated on the cor- uh, corporate office, and uh, we feel awful. We'd like to know who did it, what store it was at. <clears throat> and we'd also like to offer you free haircuts for a year. Okay, so far, I like what I hear. No, I go, no thanks. Free haircuts for a year, I go, I ain't going to rat the person out. Just be accountable for who you hire. I mean, Free haircuts for a year, I go, I get- that's like, that's like, that's like, uh, that's like, you know, hooking up with a girl, she gives you gonorrhea, and she goes, look, I'd, I'd like to make it up to you, and. I'd like for you to come back and and I'll give you herpes too. Okay, I get it and hilarious. I will say that gonorrhea doesn't grow back into a fine hair three <laughs> weeks later. And I'll well, not I, with that attitude. And I'll, I'll also say y- you seem to be mixing and matching your your level of boundaries. To I'm no narc, you know. I ain't gonna rat the person who cut my hair out, but I will make a video about the whole family and throw them under the bus. And then when they offer me free haircuts for a year, I don't want the free haircuts. Maybe you fucked up. You ever go to a, you ever go to a restaurant? You ever go to an Applebee? You ever go to a Fridays and get a bad uh, no, a Jack Daniels chicken? I go to Applebee's. You ever, I don't know what what fun things they have. I know Fridays. Are they mutually exclusive? Uh, exclusive. <laughs> yes. TGI Fridays and Applebee's. Well, the two it, completely separate. Is it things. almost like Jets and Sharks? No, um, no, because they are the, the. It's like Toys R Us and KB Toys. You got to pick one. You can't go to both. I think no. I I, th- I think it's it's uh, Toys R Us or KB Toys. What's closer? It doesn't matter. I, there's no brand loyalty. Bud Light and Coors Light. There's a taste difference, but it's the same product at the toy store. Well, that's what I'm saying. TGI Fridays and Applebee's. I think they're so close. They have they they both have appetizers. They both have too many uh, too much flair on their. Uh, think they uh-huh. both have they both have a bartender that's like, he think he thinks he's bartending at the Four Seasons, right? And you're like, hey man, can you turn the game up on this thing? And he goes, let's say go to four seasons. And he goes, I'll turn the game up if I want to. And you go, so yeah, you know, do you want to? Yeah, yeah, I got you. You know, he's like, Tr-. sounds like a hilarious ball buster. <laughs> <laughs> but but where's that at? Is that TGI what, Fridays or what Applebee's? What I'm saying is, if you go to one of these restaurants, either or, and you have a bad meal, you can't assume it's the restaurant. Or if you have a bad server, you can't assume it's the restaurant. Maybe I did. Of course you did. I was so bothered that I just didn't want anything to do with them because. In my world, I go, oh, there's enough places out there that won't crank yank my head, mm-hmm. that won't go, I mean, and then won't message me on MySpace, you know, and offer up uh, uh, a poor solution to a problem. I'm Team Adam because I just, you're one of my best buds, but I think that what they did. I went to, I, I made the wrong move there, huh? I, I think they made the right one, and it's okay that yeah. that was your choice. Free haircuts for years, yeah. Can I, may I give you an analogous story you with know what? mistakes? And, and I'm going to go ahead and... and it was not free haircuts for a year, now that I'm saying that. I think I added that to the story. I'm going to go... Dude, I wish I still had access. I'm going to go ahead and tell myself that I'm pretty sure it was like two haircuts. Great. Even S- if it was one. Really? Yeah. Let me tell you something that happened to me yesterday. Happened to me. I'm such a victim. That happened. I was present for it. Went to, went to Whole Foods. Okay. There's a beef jerky that I love. Okay, this is in the video of the guys with video no, no, cameras. No, same, same trip. What though. was that? I, right? Creepy as shit. You posted two guys just holding video cameras. Right taping. by the front door, looking at everyone at the checkout, holding the cameras above their head, which is just, it, it's a, it was a look at me gesture that they were doing with, with handheld cameras that I was making videos with in 2009. You know, use your phone at that What are point. they doing? I thought uh, they were secret I, shoppers or it was like Whole Foods I way of being the, like, our security cams broke. We're watching you. Yeah. I asked the person at checkout after he stumbled for 15 seconds. I said, you don't have to pretend. 
because he didn't know. So then I asked them when I'm walking out, and he said, uh, uh, it's uh, a study for, for a corporate. And at that point, it's like, I don't even know what that means. It's like when my uncle tells me he works for Comcast putting router systems in the different Duralogics. It's like, what are, you, what are you doing? If you act like you've been there before, people don't question. I remember when my buddy mm-hmm. gave me a field pass to be uh, on the uh, in San Francisco at the Niner Seahawks game, uh, NFL uh, Network pass. And he just goes, just act like you've been there. If somebody asks you, just, you know. And I'm walking around because I'm in street clothes. You know, I'm walking around the field. Just fucking. And somebody just goes, uh. And I try to walk through, like, towards the locker rooms to see the Seahawks. He goes, whoa, what are you doing? I go, oh, I'm with Jared. I'm doing the camera. I'm with Jared. I'm doing I'm doing the camera? I couldn't even come up with something that sounds like a judge. Yeah, nobody do- knows a Jared. I'm doing. Ca- I could have just said I'm doing camera. Uh-huh. I'm doing the camera. <laughs> and, I, and I did do, like, a thrusting motion. Like, you know, no. And so I go, uh, I'm doing the camera. And he goes, all right, cool. But I didn't stumble. Yeah. I also didn't come in too quick. He didn't go, what do you do? And I was like, I'm doing the camera. People people don't it's all timing. People don't know who belongs where. The only thing they know is if you feel like you don't belong there. So if you go in and, and they say, What are you doing? And you tell them, hold on a second, and before you answer it, your status is already above theirs. Watch. Say let's say I'm trying to sneak into the movies and you're working the ticket thing. I right? did that all the time, by the way. Sixth grade, found ticket stubs in the grass that people would throw away. Would take them when it was a little chaotic at the Say ticket I left check-in. You the bathroom or I go, I go into the bathroom when there was a, a group that could yeah. kind of block me as a shield, and then I would come out and go. Eh. And yep. Always a high school kid that would just be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," you know. And they anyway. So you'd steal, you'd sneak into movies. Well, you sneak it, you sneak it anywhere. If if uh, and if they say, uh, "What do you ask me? What I'm doing? What are you doing? Hold on one sec. I'm sorry." And then you just check your phone and like you look, you're doing something. Uh, sorry, I'm here with Jared. I'm working the camera. <laughs> Oh wow! You know it, that was when good. you make them wait, then there's a then then they they level are, of an important of importance. Well, what happens is psychologically, when 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 it's my job to stop you, or breaking it down to a broader form of when 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 I am responsible and questioning you about something. Uh, it is my place to question you, and that's where, where I am. And that's where the status comes from. That's where we could be put in defensive. When a cop pulls you over, do you know what you did? Even if you didn't do anything, you're, you're, you're scared because you're being questioned. You could fuck up. No, I turn the table. It's like, a, what did you do? Well, yeah. that's, a, that's a really bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I pulled you over, and then he pulls your hair back, <laughs> and then he says, you know, but, where you have a picnic? Yeah. Your cock is usually out. <laughs> I don't know if you drive with your cock in, but I don't. Morgan Freeman's there telling you about penguin sizes. <laughs> um. It, well, the moment the moment that that you stop them from questioning you yeah but if you be aggressive they could question why is he acting this way so if you get them to stop them from questioning you they lose their status they so have. when you tell them to hold on now they're question what's happening they're questioning the situation at the least okay anyway see what i mean <laughs> give me one second there i think there's also though you know when someone does that it can also do the opposite effect and you can be like Fuck this motherfucker making me wait. It doesn't have the phone check is, is just a variable. There's different ways. There's different ways of doing it. There, there could be something when someone asks you something, you could pretend you didn't hear them and you just start laughing about something. Yeah, I, I keep headphones on all, all, always. Do you always have headphones? Why? On. I just I, I love, love music. I love listening to music. What are you listening to right now? Don't do that. What are you listening to when you're outside of this podcast? Um, I have a, what I usually listen to is I have a right now I got Spotify somewhat recently, and whenever I hear something I like, I put it on my playlist. I have a peaceful playlist. It's mostly movie scores and Disney stuff, but just beautiful music that you could play on the piano, calming. Those were like my first CDs: Angels in the Outfield CD, Lion King soundtrack, Jurassic Park soundtrack. Yeah, those were like my first three CDs. I think Angels in the Outfield is a funny first. Da, na, 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 na. 
We're at a different part there. Your face. Daniel was like, I want to adopt a white kid and his black friend. Tony Jones is like, I pitched a big game. Then I died of lung cancer. Adrian Brody was on my team too. And Matthew McConaughey was in the outfield. And Christopher Lloyd was the angel. Oh, yeah. I forgot about you. <laughs> I did. I forgot about him. I forgot. <laughs> my mouth was open listening yeah. to that. I didn't remember the words. And and I think... No. Was it John Candy? No. There was another Disney actor who played <laughs> the announcer. <laughs> it's not the melody anymore. <laughs> The woman who played the uh, bird lady in Home Alone 2 was their yeah. orphan mother. Yep. Great character actor. Yeah, you could just say bird lady at this point. Yeah. For whatever reason, there's there's not that many bird... There's no bird ladies that carry story. No. She's the only one. She was like the perfect villain, uh, seemingly like awful, like where it was like you were worried for Kevin McAllister's safety. Sure. Well, it was the and same then, exact... It was, she was the shovel guy. Of, yeah. Of, of two. Yeah. Are you excited for holiday movies? When you go home, do you... Because... A your home life when you go home just looks like the best, and I want to and I want to be a part of it at some point. We've talked about this, me and Brent, I'm, and probably Dave coming too. I, I David Sullivan. I, I so badly yeah want to do your a grandma week, and a week your folks to stand up yeah a week there and we all stand oh, you and Brent house. like well, that's mm -hmm. that's not possible to do it hilarities or something. Are you kidding of course me? it is. It's for just two, everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah, but we've just got to figure it out. But when you go home, do you get high? Do you watch the holiday movies? Is your uh, grandma into them? Uh, my, my grandma isn't into anything. Yeah. Uh, my grandma's into her, the bubble she lives in, which is happens to be, she got lucky, a hilarious, amazing bubble. So I'll step in at yeah. any day is of the she week. Bubble, she's bubble boy, but bubble grandma? She's bubble grandma. What's her bubble? What's in her it? Her bubble is, is sports, um, martinis, and her family. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. My aunt's in a bubble, but only because she had a stroke and she can't uh, oh. read now or really watch TV. She just watches stuff and she's like, what am I watching? And it's like, I don't know. You tell me, Strokey. So she, no, I'm joking, dude. This is not a bit. I'm joking. It's not a bit. Shirley. She's great. I'm, the fact that she's still, I mean, it was a gnarly stroke and she's still clicking on all cylinders. I talked to her and she's still the same. You know, Get her I'm on like, the phone. I'm like, Shirley, I could call her right now. Yeah. Last time I talked to her though, she was like, uh, I was on Don Marrero's podcast and I cursed and she goes, please don't use that four letter word. I go, do you ever curse, Shirley? She goes, only when I'm by myself and I drop something. I go, so like, fuck the lasagna. She goes, please don't say that way. <laughs> and then I asked her, because, uh, you know, she was married to my uncle for 65 years and the old timers and passed away. It was super sad. Oh, that was Don't make the that sound. That was a clap. Yeah. That was a clap to the, how long they were married. Great. It wasn't. So then she's in the home and I go, are you dating again? She goes, well, I have a sometimes boyfriend. I go, what's that? She goes, sometimes we hold hands. I go, that's the cutest shit I've ever heard. I go, what's his name? You ready for this? Not making it up. Dick Justice. His name was huh. Dick. Maybe it was Richard Justice. Well, what? She said Dick Justice. And I go, Shirley, did you meet Dick Justice before or after he was a detective slash gay porn star? Uh, I feel like his name was Nick Stustis, and she just can't hear well. <laughs> or the stroke. Dick Stustis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dick Stustis? <laughs> so anyway, beef jerky, Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could fill in the blanks. Um so uh, I want to end this on I don't think you told this Last time you were on the podcast And it's one of my favorite Stories if slash is, Okay what? I think I know what, Go ahead what, One of my favorite slash Stories slash Happenings Oh first of all 
Before we end on that, you said something happened to you at Trader Joe's, and I interrupted you with the, uh, the it, it, security cam. I'll guys. tell you real quick, it, it, just because it was connected a little bit. Uh, there's a beef jerky. It's it's grass-fed pepper, uh, the black pepper. It's unbelievable. It's expensive as shit. It's ten dollars for a bag, and they didn't have it there. And I asked the I asked the guy, "Do you guys have it?" And he goes, "We have it in the back. It's not out at the moment. We'll have it tomorrow." I said, oh, "All right." And he's like, "We'll have it tomorrow, but if you want, you can take any one of these jerkies." And I'll give it to you for free. I said, no, no. He goes, I can be a manager. I could do that. Point I'm getting at, point I'm getting at is like Floyd's, they have the jerky there. They could have done they could have gone in the back, but for whatever reason, they weren't making it happen. But he was offering something as a gesture, saying, Listen, we fucked up. We don't have it out yet. I I I, I want you to still be happy. I want you to want to come back. Take the jerky. That was offering the free haircut to me. So they didn't get you the jerky. Didn't get me the jerky. I also didn't take the free jerky. And I felt like such a mensch about it. Like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I wanted a jerky. I don't want just anything. I wanted this particular one. So yeah, they didn't have what I wanted. So he said, listen, let me make it up to you. Let me give you two free haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> For the jerky. Uh, okay. The story is... Um is better than what you just told. Okay. The story that I want you to tell. Oh, yeah, it was a timing I'm, thing. I, I, I'm almost positive you didn't tell it last time you were here. I think, take a guess what. I know what it is. What? You, well, I want to hear how you would word it. Brad Pitt. Yeah. I, there's not enough time. I, really? You got to have me back. Okay. You got to have me back. I like that. I respect that. Yeah. Um, here's a little teaser, though. Yeah. Um, Tease the pit. I did a little uh, prank with Brad Pitt. and uh, How many people get to say that sentence? Probably... A, Probably 50. Ashton Kutcher? Um, yes. We got to have him on, by the way. Are you friends with, friends with him? I mean, not yet. You see how I fucking fumbled there? Like, I got real excited. <laughs> you know As Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> um, I got real excited, by the way, the other day when I thought I saw Phil Collins at the Grove. Who, who was it? A guy named Gary. <laughs> got his name. <laughs> yeah. I go, yeah, I, I was convinced. So what did you ask? You went up to him. You said, hello. I said, I usually don't do this, but I'm a big fan. And he, and he, he I just go, turned to you and said, I'm Gary. I go, I, go, are you, <laughs> I go, you guys on tour right now. And he goes, I get this a lot. My name's Gary. I go, well, cool, man. Now we're both upset. You know? Why is he upset? Oh, because it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just pretend. You're in the hat of a team that you don't root for, but you just like the colors. And people go, oh, man, I'm so pumped for this season. And you go, ah, just, I just like the hat. Or you could be like, me too. And then you fucking both get to move on. Yeah, the Me Too. Guess what? Gary could have just gone, oh, I'm really excited for the two or two. So, 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 do And I go. Yeah, but then you think he had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> then you think, what do you think? Have you been my girlfriend, Mark Twain? You mean Dwayne? I don't know. You know, when you said Shirley Dick Justice, Mark Sustice. Yeah. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. So I, I did a prank with Brad Pitt. Yeah, um, I can't wait for you and, to tell uh, that story. It just, um, it's just, lo it's a long, it's a, it's a long story. But it's, it's a great it's, story. It's, it's nuts. Oh, it's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. And, dude, how many stories have we heard and told and lived? And for that to resonate with me and I, to, yeah, I agree. And I'm not even saying I appreciate it because it's a story no, that I can tell because I was is. part of it. Yeah, but it was just like I happened to experience you it. You told it to me in a Greenblatt's parking lot. I remember. Yeah, I also know that. That that uh, years later, this was now probably two, three years ago, four or five years after the fact, um, a, a, a friend, a friend of um, 
of Angelina Jolie's incident while they were still together. Yeah. Uh, as a mutual friend of mine and told me that they, he's going around and he's Brad Pitt is still telling this story. At least he told the story coincidentally what? while he was at this party. Brad Pitt is telling the story. There's no better tease than what um, you just said for, I, I for want, you to come back. I want so badly to to uh, to run into him. He wouldn't remember me by face, but let's just say he maybe would recognize me if I was naked, and that's not me making a joke. That's the best ending to that, dude. We got to come back sooner than later. Yeah. Um, Rick, where can everybody find you online? Instagram, Twitter at Rick Glassman. Yeah. Um, the sixth lead. I, anything I've ever done, the only thing I've ever promoted that I've made as far as content is the sixth lead. It's a little series I made about being the sixth lead on the show I was on on Dateable. That's great. Uh, it's just the sixth lead.com. Still trying to do anything with that? Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's been deconstructed. I'm, I'm working something else Great. with it now. And you're working too. Yeah. Right? I mean, a little bit. Yeah. But you're working. I'm working. We're all just, we're all, I mean, it's like, let's try to get a gig. You know, since I started working, I moved out here and, you know, you don't work for, for so many years yeah. and every, or everything you do is for free. And my mom was always is, but was then so supportive and everything I do, don't worry, you're hilarious, your facial expressions, tell it all. The moment I got my first show, Undateable, um, then it went away, and my what mom do you mean is the moment. Like the the moment I went there, things changed because my mom realized, oh, I'm not the only one that believes in Ricky. Now he's actually making a living, gotcha. so I need to make sure this stays. And it's my responsibility as his mom to make sure I always ask him if he's auditioning enough to make sure that he does audition enough. And it's my, my mom does the same thing. She's always suggesting like you talk should be to on this, this. person. Yeah. You should do this. Have you thought about you and yep. Dan? I saw I, Dana Carvey's on your show. I've, can you guys? Maybe he could use a a friend in his show. Yeah, you'd be a doing a show. Friend. No, but you should do a show. My mom watched Martha and Snoop and said, "I got to get on it." And I thought, "Yeah, but what are you talking about?" Yeah. Anything we saw that, and, and, that, and that's all. That's all just blind support. Where they just yes. they want you to be on everything because they genuinely they know and. And, you know, I think I can speak for my mom and uh, your mom as well, where I feel like they do have great senses of humor and they do know what's funny. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also, you know, being a, a mama's boy, it's like, of course, they're going to want you to, to mm -hmm. they want success for you. And you're like, don't think I'm not trying or that I don't want to be on this stuff you're talking funny about. Funny they call it being a mama's boy because we're the mama's boy, not the mom. But we both buy into that same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But when you're not working, which yeah. happens to us. Yeah. What are you doing? You know, you, you need to you call your agents. Yeah. Call, uh, you know, uh, Brent is doing this show. John is doing this show. That, that, that's great. Maybe they could get you on it. It's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. But that's. Come on. I'm sure. Yeah. And, and so you, relax. Yeah. That's not how it works. But yeah, what do you sit around and just bug Brent? Like, hey. Yeah, you, no. You were apart from me, right? Yeah. You, I, you mean, got, you, you know, I mean, you know what I, what I could do. Yeah. You know what I could you, do. Yeah. People know. There is out of sight, out of mind. I think you do got to be around people. You got to absolutely like people. There's so many people thinking this. I mean, uh, and you know, if you have the person, yeah, they might. I'm all for asking. I'm all for asking what you want, but you can't, you have to, you can't cross a boundary. Yeah. Even Melissa, it's like, I know she knows. I know that she thinks I'm funny, but it's like, she's got so much shit going on They're Even just texting with her today uh, for, you know, it's like those little things. And she goes, oh, yeah, Adam, think of me. And, you know, I send headshots uh, to, you know, to her house every uh, couple of weeks and I sign them. And, and Will you sign them like just your name or you write like a little message? It's not it's some personal question. But so I. Uh, but what do you write? I say, dear friend, I saw you doing a movie. Can I star in it? <laughs> uh, and then I, you know, I go, I got a couple free haircut coupons I still haven't used. <laughs> 
<laughs> from Floyd's. Uh-huh. Floyd's has really taken a beating in this episode. You know what? But you know what? They're going to come back stronger than I don't ever. think they have because we have... Times have changed. They're not going to send me a message offering anything, uh, being like, I heard you talk about us on the podcast. Maybe if you end it with, you know what? Maybe you admit that they made a mistake and so did you. Yeah, I'll admit and, that. And maybe they could send, you know... I'll admit that. I made a mistake for not accepting the gesture. Let's get them to be a sponsor. Okay. Let's try to get... Do they sponsor anything? I've never seen a Floyd's commercial. Well, you know, before they sliced bread, there was no such thing as sliced bread. And now everyone's comparing everything to it. So there's a first for everything. Wow, yeah. Well, not everything. <laughs> That's my impression of a guy that doesn't have an example, but is super confident about a joke he has to tell. <laughs> Who was the first guy to put his dick under a faucet? I we'll can't. find out next week. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Boo! I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Glassman. <laughs> so, that's the show. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.